All right, we bless the name of Jesus Christ and I want to say praise God. Wherever you are connecting from, those that are watching from our TV, Freedom Experience TV, those that are listening in from Freedom Experience Radio and even our podcast, we have a lot of platforms where you are able to uh, connect with us. This is Pastor Dennis, all the way from Freedom Experience Ministry, Mpala, Uganda. I want to take you into this wonderful program called Freedom Streams. The Freedom Streams, we have a lot of teachings, the 30 minutes, they are wonderful teachings, and they are also a lot, we have a lot of devotions. In case you are missing out this program, you are going to find all our teachings in our podcast and even on our application. Please, I want to encourage you to also download Freedom Experience app for, for you to find our previous teachings. Today, I want to talk about the spirit of prayer spirit of prayer. And we have our quotation from First Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 17 to 19. The Bible says that unceasingly pray in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And verses 19 says do not quench the spirit of God. Hallelujah. So we see that we are talking about fellowship with the Lord. And fellowship with the Lord does not meet any form of barrier. There shouldn't be any barrier that is going to be between you and the Lord Jesus Christ. Between you and the Spirit of God. So in other words, nothing should interrupt the fellowship that you have between you and the Lord. All the fellowship that you have between you and the spirit of prayer. Now, when we talk about unceasingly pray, we are talking about, and this requires perseverance. Remember in the book of Luke 18, Jesus says that uh, uh, he gave us a parable, how we ought to pray and not uh, cease in our prayer. To pray always. So he, he, he encouraged us and he spake a parable unto them to this end that many ought always to pray and not to faint. You see, there are a lot of things that cause us to faint in the in the life of prayer whereby you are weak because of the many things that have passed through you. But Jesus says you should not give up on prayer. And he gave us that parable. Remember in uh, Luke 18. But I want us to read Romans chapter 12 verses 11. Whereby he says, uh, 11 and 12, he says that not slothful in business says fervent in spirit fervent in spirit serving the Lord and verse 12 says that rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instantly in prayer so he mentions continuing instantly in prayer no matter what is going on we should be fervent in spirit and he says in Ephesians I want to quote some verses before I begin to explain about uh, what I want to talk about Ephesians chapter 6 verses 18 says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Glory to God. So and one more verse then we, we begin to talk about something is in First Peter 4 7 that says that but the end of all things is at hand. You therefore sober and watch unto prayer. So there are a lot of scriptures that are encouraging us to be sober and always to watch in prayer, to be fervent in spirit and pray unceasingly. We have a lot of scriptures that says that pray without ceasing. You ought to persevere in prayer. So 
All these are a warning to a believer who is weakening in his life of prayer. We see that because all things work together for good, we should be thanking God at all times. Because Thessalonians told us that be thankful at all times. Why? Because to us, the believers, all things work together for the good. Whether it is bad times or good times, we should give thanks in our prayer and we should thank the Lord because these things that happen in our lives, they bring in transformation, they bring in confirmation. In other words, the bad times, the bad things, the reason that's why we need to be thankful about them in prayer is that they bring about transformation, they bring about confirmation. In other words, we are we are changed into the image of Christ. That's why even when we are in our dark moments, difficult times, we should be thankful in our prayer. So that's why Thessalonians is encouraging us to be thankful at all times. Praise the name of Jesus. He says this is the will of God concerning you. Now what is in the will of God? The will of God is that he wants you to rejoice. The will of God is that he wants you to be praying. And the will of God is that he wants you to live a thankful life. A life that thanks the Lord. So such a life is a life that gives glory to God and such a life is a life that uh, ashames the enemy which is the devil. So he has encouraged us that we should not quench that spirit of God. Don't quench the spirit of God. Praise the name of Jesus. So that spirit causes our spirit to pray and if you quench the spirit of God it means that you not have the grace to pray in the near future because you are like quenched the spirit of God. That's why he says that quench not the spirit of God because it is the spirit that we call the spirit of prayer. And I've come to talk about the spirit of prayer. This spirit of prayer is mingled with your spirit. And with your spirit, I will tell you that that spirit will begin to mingle and encourage your spirit to see that there is prayer at all time. Glory to God for that. In other words, the spirit begins to cause your spirit to burn within you. There is a burning, a burning that will cause your, your spirit to rise up to pray. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 11, I've told you that you should be fervent in spirit. A fervent spirit is a spirit on fire, oh God. And it is the spirit of God in your spirit that is going to cause you to pray. So you should be in one in one in one accord with the spirit of God in your spirit because without that you will not see the grace to pray. Praise the name of Jesus. So and he's he's encouraging us not to quench him. Ephesians 4 30 says that quench not the spirit of God. Because when you quench and when you uh, there are two uh, sins that we do uh, unto the Holy Spirit. Number one is to quench the spirit. Then another one is to grieve. Sometimes you grieve the Holy Spirit uh, as it is written. Remember in the book of Isaiah 63 verse 10, the Bible says the spirit of God was leading them in the desert, the children of Israel. When they were coming from Egypt, they, the Bible says they grieved the spirit of God and it turned it to be an enemy to them. When you, you grieve the spirit of God, it is as if you are creating yourself an enemy. Hallelujah. Because in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 63, we see in verses 10 that as they were traveling from Egypt, it was the spirit of God leading them. He was leading them and because of their disobedience, they grieved the spirit of God. And when they grieve the Spirit of God, what happens is that he turned to become their enemy. He began to fight them. So they, they are telling us not to grieve the Spirit of God, not to quench the Spirit of God. 
So so far with these scriptures you see that fellowship with the Lord does not permit any barrier. Does not permit any hindrance because the moment we have barriers between our us and the Lord, then we will not pray. You will not have the grace to pray. That's why sometimes you fail to wake up to pray. You fail to keep your prayer time because there are a lot of barriers. What are you going to do? You're going to repent. You're going to call upon the cleansing of the blood of Jesus so that you remove any interruption that will hinder you to have that spirit, that fellowship with the spirit of prayer. Glory to God for that. Now, if some barriers are existing between you, maybe there are some barriers that are like that little form of pride. You have pride in you and uh, then there is that form of uh, showing off. Even you have, uh, you're not forgiving brothers and sisters. You're not, you're unforgiving, even unforgiving. That little form of unforgiveness will cause the spirit of prayer to be hindered. Praise the name Jesus Christ. So now you see that there are these small things like boasting. You boast around, you're always boasting, you're always uh, showing off. It appears to be small but it will hinder the spirit of prayer. Praise Jesus Christ. So, we see that within us, this spirit of prayer becomes a life that brings what we call the life of prayer. And once we have the life of prayer, then you are going to see that you are praying without ceasing. You are going to pray without ceasing. You are going to pray at all times. The spirit will be waking you because you are connected. Now, when you ask me what is the function of the Holy Spirit in your spirit, I will tell you that the major function of your spirit, the Spirit of God in your spirit is to cause you to pray. Without that being a prime function, spirit, you might think that the Spirit is in you to use you in a lot of graces and power, but the major and prime function of the Spirit of God within your spirit is to cause you to pray. And if you have the Spirit of God yet you are not praying, just know there is a lot of barriers that are hindering this life of prayer to flow within your spirit. And you need to know that prayer is done in our spirits. It's not in our soul life. Because with our soul life, you begin to put your alarm and say at five, I'll wake up after hearing the alarm. And once the alarm, uh, like, it sounds, you wake up to pray. Now, the spirit of prayer does not wait for an alarm. The spirit of prayer does not wait for the how are you said. The spirit of prayer will just prompt you at whatsoever time. Like you are sleeping and wakes you up. And you look at the time it is 2 a.m. And you say, no, I should go back to sleep. Because I'm supposed to wake up at 4. Because that's my set time. Now, that's not what the spirit of prayer does. The spirit of prayer goes even uh, beyond the alarms we set. Beyond the times we set. You, 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 you begin to be as a person that is led by the law. At such and such a time, I must pray. I must pray when it clicks midday. I've got to pray. You see, it appears to be good, but that's not the spirit of prayer. For the spirit of prayer prompts you even to pray without ceasing. That's why we began with the Thoronian. says that pray without ceasing. So you'll be washing clothes and he will prompt you to pray. You'll be walking and he'll prompt you to pray. And some of us, we think that prayer is something long, something that is uh, you have got to enter your closet and close the door, you begin to pray for that long hours. Yes, that is necessary. But the spirit of prayer is when you pray at all time. Like you are entering the taxi, it tells you pray. You feel to speak in tongues. You, you, are, you are washing, you are bathing, you feel to pray. You speak two to three words. 
For example, there is this man in Nehemiah chapter 2 verses 4. Nehemiah was before the king and he was presenting the cup of uh, of wine before the king and the king looked unto him and said, this is not you. I can see in your face there is a lot of sorrow. What is this? Then when Nehemiah explained everything in Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 4, then the king asks Nehemiah, what do you want me to do for you? And there and then before Nehemiah answers, he, he prays, he says, and I prayed to God and I answered the king. Now that's what the spirit of prayer does. The spirit of prayer will prompt you to pray, even a short prayer. Lord have mercy. Oh Jesus, I thank you. Those are all short prayers that we pray that cause us to pray unceasingly. And with those short prayers, we are in the spirit. Praise Jesus Christ. So, in other words, the spirit of God is going to lead you to pray. And uh, the moment you, you yield some of the room in your life, you yield uh, a, a small room to the Spirit of God, He's going to prompt you to pray. When you obey the Spirit a little, He's going to prompt you to pray. When you like you, you follow His leading, He's going to prompt you to pray. Then what, hap- what happens when you grieve the Spirit of God? When you disobey the Spirit of God? The moment you disobey the Spirit of God, then you have hindered the flow of prayer. There's not going to be any prayer. Praise Jesus Christ. So, Whenever you disobey or quench the spirit of God, even if it is a little, I tell you, the spirit of prayer will not even flow within you. And you immediately you stop sensing that spirit of prayer within your spirit. Hallelujah. That sense will begin to disappear. Glory to God. So, therefore, what are we supposed to do? In order for you to be a man of prayer, a man of prayer is not a man that is praying at certain times. And maybe you have your two times in a day. That is your habit. But a man of prayer is a man of prayer that is praying at all times. Whenever he feels like even he's doing his tasks, he's praying in tongues, he's walking, he's speaking words. Father, I thank you because breakthrough is mine. You see, you begin to speak, you are always connected to the spirit. That is what we call a man of prayer. What happens is that the two spirits begin to flow within each other. The spirit of God with your spirit. Remember, the Bible says that he who is joined with the spirit of the Lord is one spirit. The one that is joined with the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. So, the spirit of God mingled with your spirit will cause a flow. There's going to be a flowing into each other. That means that the spirit will sense a danger and causes your spirit to pray, to want to pray. And your spirit because is of like is leading your soul life you sense that you need to pray and your soul life will command your body to go to pray or to speak words praise Jesus Christ so this is how we are going to be in that realm of prayer at all time in other words you may flow to such an extent and you continue to go deeper don't only when you have like a prayer room or a moment of prayer but you live in prayer and if we come to such a level whereby even in your car you are praying, even you are, you are talking with some people and you are praying. And there is another advanced way of prayer whereby you are silent yet you are praying. Like you are speaking within your spirit yet your mouth is closed. And this requires maturity. And this we have learned that this man Nehemiah in chapter 2 verse 4, he prayed while the lips were not moving. He prayed when the mouth is closed. In that when he answered the, the king, he was now answering after prayer. So that means we must teach ourselves how we ought to pray even when we are silent. Like, it 
he's being still praise the name of Jesus glory to God for that now i want to talk about the spirit of prayer being the law of prayer because in the spirit realm there are a lot of laws in the spirit realm there are a lot of laws and one of the law is what we call the law of prayer now what the spirit of prayer does is that he becomes a law within your spirit whereby laws they happen automatically you cannot like control the law of gravity the moment you are on the top of the roof and you want to fall down the law of gravity will attend to you to make sure that you fall down so such a law you cannot resist for example the law of digestion is that even as i'm speaking right now ministering to you the my stomach there is the law of digestion and digestion is taking place in other words even when i'm sleeping digestion is taking place even when i'm walking digestion is taking place because it is a law in my stomach it is a law of digestion that it will digest as long as there's something in my in, in my stomach to digest upon praise the name of jesus so because it is automatic and uh, it is a law even when i don't have anything i've not eaten even a single thing this law of digestion will continue to digest even until it eats up your intestines and that's why people develop ulcers because they have played to eat yet this law is instant rather is it is constant it does not stop that's why at a particular time you feel angry you have got to you, you, have, you feel hungry you have got to eat you have got to drink and then so that the law we in other words we respond to that law the same applies to prayer when prayer when the spirit of prayer becomes a law that means that our spirit should respond to prayer at all time because it is a law there's something driving within you causing a man to pray because we have the spirit of god and the bible says that he knows what is the depth in the depth and the deep things of god so he tells us that this is what god uh, thinks you should be doing you should be praying about this i pray for you even today that you catch this grace and this spirit of prayer that you may respond to the law of prayer let it be your short prayer spirit of god become a law in me a law of prayer that i may pray at all time praise jesus christ in other words whenever we live in the spirit it means we are going to pray the reason that's why you are not praying always it's because you are living in ourselves you see if a man is not in himself is in the spirit Hallelujah. So we need to mostly be people in our spirits. The moment you are living the spirit, then we are going to be a man of prayer. You are going to be a woman of prayer. Glory to God for that. So because in our spirit we find the law that is already waiting for us to pray, we are going to pray. At all time we are going to pray anyway. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So this is when you find that prayer becomes spontaneous prayer becomes something that is part of your life never never think that shutting doors and putting some time of prayer is what to call a man of prayer no because there are things that we do because i want pastor to see me because they have set time of prayer so i've got to pray uh, you see this man is always on me about prayer so i'm praying because he's there you are not yet a man of prayer and that's not the spirit of prayer i've told you the difference we have we have got to set time it is necessary to set time but it is more important for us to be led by the spirit of prayer and this spirit of prayer will pray even when you don't think that you need to pray even when you don't feel like praying he will urge you to pray what are you going to do the 
more you obey, that little obedience will cause the spirit of prayer work within you. What happens? You are going to have peace. Because the Bible says after we have prayed, the peace of God overshadows and guards our minds and guards our heart. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 that if you are worrying, then stop worrying, begin to pray. And after prayer and you have given your thanksgiving, made all your requests known unto God, then the Bible says and the peace of God will begin that transcends understanding we begin to uh, add your mind and guard your heart. And this is what prayer is going to do in your life. Glory to God for that. So, we must be uh, now seeing the difference between your set time of prayer and the spirit of prayer. So, I've been talking about the spirit of prayer. With the spirit of prayer, you are going to pray even when you don't feel like to pray. Even when you like you said, I've just prayed. Why is it that I feel that I, I need to pray? But the most important thing is that the spirit of prayer is going to cause you to learn to pray short prayers. Short prayers. Praise the name Jesus. And with these short prayers, you begin to pray at all times. Lord Jesus, I thank you. That is a prayer. Oh Lord, I glorify your name. That is a prayer. Oh Lord, I, I, I repent of all my sins. That is prayer. You see, those are short prayers that you are going to do uh, even when you are washing your clothes. Hallelujah. You are going to be doing such prayers. And this is, there are some prayers that we do even when outwardly we are doing nothing. Like you are silent, your lips are not moving, yet in your spirit you are speaking something to God. Oh Lord, help me. Oh Lord, give me wisdom. Oh Lord, give me what to speak. And this you are speaking within your spirit, yet your mouth is not moving, yet your lips are not moving. I want to encourage you from today to try out to be led by the spirit of prayer. Begin by prayer. Begin by prayer. Pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the spirit of prayer. And I receive this spirit of prayer. He begins to work within me in a practical way. In the name of Jesus. Once you pray such a prayer, the spirit of prayer will enter into your spirit. Uh, automatically you sense the grace of prayer. Some of us, we have the spirit of God within our spirit. But he has not been leading you to pray. And now I want to usher him into that realm whereby the spirit in you becomes the spirit of prayer. And it becomes the law of prayer. Once again, I want to stop here. And I'm called Pastor Dennis Matov. All that from Freedom Experience Ministry. Uganda. I'm encouraging you wherever you are connecting from to keep on checking back on this wonderful program. This is Freedom Streams and uh, brought to you by Freedom Experience Ministry Kampala, Uganda. In case you are missing our uh, previous episodes and teachings always download Freedom Experience app from Google Play Store or you can also visit www.freedomexperienceministry Kampala, Uganda. May the Lord bless you 